Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Badley. Today's episode begins with Joshua's first words ever, which was, everything is right, there's no wrong anywhere in the universe, and takes it a little further into a radical higher perspective. That perspective is that everything's perfect. You're perfect. Everyone you know is perfect. The conditions are perfect. Everything's working out for you. Your path is perfect. Your future will be perfect. If you can see it, well, you've chosen a very high perspective, and you will actually change the experiences as you go through them. However, there's always this limitation caused by fear, which stems from the illusion of separation. We perceive that we're separate when, in fact, we are all connected. And so to rise above this illusion is to move out of the lower densities of fear and into higher densities where you understand what's really going on here and who you truly are, which is perfection. Now, we won't really understand this idea of perfection, so it exists sort of as a concept that we endeavor to see when we can. When we can't, we fall back into victimhood, that's fine, but if we can, we will go through experiences that will allow us to shift our perspective even higher, and that's where the fun is, that's where the unimaginable exists. Before we begin, we are having an activation event in New York on December 17th in Manhattan, if you'd like more information, you can send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com or check out the website. We're also putting on a new activation course. We have 100 people going through this one right now, which is the first one, and we'll start a new one on January 6th. So on the website, there's a activations page and you can join the wait list. We will also be starting at that same time a new foundations course and a new basic training course. So if you haven't ever taken a Joshua course, the foundations course is the one to start with, and we'll have a special offering. So uh, send me an email, and I'll tell you all about it. Uh, we will be having an Orlando retreat in February. We haven't quite picked the date and the place yet, but it will be in Orlando, and it'll be nice and sunny there, and we'll have a lot of fun. And we'll have our normal spring retreat May 2 to 6 here at the Joshua House in North Carolina. The audio on this one you'll notice is a little strange. It's because I forgot to plug my microphone in. So excuse me for that. We'll get back to normal in the next one, but I think you'll be able to hear everything that Joshua says in this one. All right, get ready for this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. We want to first start out by thanking you all for being here. This is not an easy task that we are participating in. There is a leap of faith that you'll need to embrace as you level up your perspective in all areas of your life and you rise through higher and higher dimensions. A system of beliefs that has been established within you your entire life. And we're asking you to suspend those beliefs and think a little bit higher and wider and clearer and possibly to open up to some ideas that are a radical departure from everything you've been taught your entire life. And that subject that is the most difficult for many of you to jump behind and talk about with your friends and even consider is the idea of perfection. So we want to establish this one ground rule for physical reality, that everything is perfect, that the illusion caused by separation and the forgetting that you are this powerful being this magnificent, limitless, eternal being of pure positive love and acceptance that you can't feel it, you can't remember it, you can't understand it. You sort of feel like everyone else, that you're no, nothing that special, and that you have room for improvement. This idea of improvement keeps you going. You think, well, if I could lose a few pounds or read a book or get some education or make a few dollars, then I'll feel better than I do now. But really, how to feel better than you do now is to accept that everything is perfect. You designed this life perfectly from your non-physical position. If you could take a leap of faith and believe what we say, that you are magnificent, limitless, eternal, that you've been doing this many times, you're experienced, you have a great deal of flair for this physical reality, you are brave adventurers and explorers and mavericks, you have come here to shake things up and to feel the thrill ride that is this earth reality. You are at the leading edge of the leading edge of thought, and that's why you're here. There's no mistake, whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, you found your way here. And you opened up your beliefs along the way so that you can get here, and you can continue doing that. And as you open up beliefs, 
you will move through higher, lighter densities because you will believe yourself to be more than you think you are now. Your perspective will increase. As your perspective increases, it's translated into a vibration. That vibration then raises equally. And as that vibration raises, you attract a reality that is a match to a higher vibration. This higher vibration will feel better to you, as long as you can go with the flow of the thrill ride that you're on and open beliefs, open up your identity, expand that identity, expand that idea of who you are to possibly incorporate this non-physical version of you, your inner self, the you that exists in the non-physical that planned this life perfectly for you. Prior to your birth, you had a vibration that was established through eons of physical experiences. With each physical experience, your vibration in the non-physical expanded, as did everyone in the non-physical expanded through your physical life here in this earth reality. As you expand here, you expand your inner self, your guides and supporters along with you. It is a very, very, very expansive experience. And it's not for everyone. In fact, it's for the very, 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 very few, the brave. That's who you are. So imagine in the non-physical prior to this incarnation, you set up an idea of what you wanted to experience. Well, that was planned. It was a coordinated effort planned with others, your guides that you thought would help you in this experience. You chose them specifically for this experience to guide you along, to help you through. They are wise beyond measure as well. And they're with you every single moment of every single day. Some guides will come in when you're going through something specific that would pertain to what that guide specialty is, and they'll move in the background and let others come forward, but you're never alone. You're always supported. And so prior to this birth, you created a blueprint for what you want to experience, and you set very powerful intentions. The most powerful intention is you intended to experience this life in joy. Joy is everything above the emotional horizon line, from contentment to ecstasy and everything in between. Curiosity is joy. Interest is joy. Fun is joy. All those things associated with a positive emotional impact is joy. Well, you also knew that you would, from time to time, perceive yourself as a victim. And in those times, you knew you would feel what you call negative emotion, simply alerting you to the fact that you are not tuned to the truth of this reality. Well, what does that actually mean? It actually implies that if you were to feel joy every single moment of your life, you would not have slipped into the state of victimhood, meaning outside conditions make you feel something, at any moment in your life. Is that possible? We will say that it is unlikely for sure, but imagine if it was possible. It would simply mean that you saw your reality more or less as true the way your inner self sees your reality. You would see perfection every moment. Now, when we say perfection, we would like to alter that description just a little bit, that definition. Perfection is if something is and it cannot be changed, then it is perfect. This is the state of the universe, both in physical and non-physical. The past has occurred. The past cannot be changed by you, the human. We'll go into detail if you would like to, but from your perspective of the past, it is what it is. If you can't change it, then it's perfect. The present moment exists right now. If it exists now, then it cannot be changed. Therefore, it's perfect. And the future is never gonna happen because it's just a series of present moments. When they occur, that moment cannot be changed. Therefore, it's perfect. If you are able to understand this concept and realize 
There is nothing you can do to change this present moment other than your perspective. If you saw the present moment as okay, that's pretty good. If you saw it as good, that's fantastic. And if you can see the perfection in that present moment, then you would be defining it exactly how it is existing. And therefore, you would not feel like a victim, i.e., you would not feel negative emotion. If you never felt negative emotion in your entire lifetime, it simply means you would be accepting present moments one after another, after another, after another, and allowing all the information that is to be received in each moment to flow to you. You would be existing in physical reality exactly as you designed it, and you designed it perfectly. Now, here's the rub. As the expanded balloon of energy that you are, that you exist in the non-physical, you got that way through physical experiences. In one life, you had one experience, and that life expanded you. In another life, you had a different experience, and that life expanded the whole thing. This life coming in, you wanted another set of experiences to expand your non-physical presence. You don't really know what they are, but we will tell you you're equipped for them perfectly. You have everything you need to go through each of these experiences in joy. You designed it, your body, your parents, your friends, your teachers, everyone who's in your life has been designed to go with you in these experiences when you need them. Plus your spirit guides, your non-physical cheerleaders, your inner self, all working with you to go through each of the experiences. Now, from your Herman perspective, you believe some things are good and some things are bad. You have an experience and you're going to judge it. You might judge it as bad because that's what you've been taught to believe. It's not true. It's not a bad experience. You're just perceiving it as bad. For instance, the death of a friend or an acquaintance. You might go to the funeral and you might feel negative emotion because from the human perspective, without the knowledge of the non-physical, you could perceive it as loss. It is not loss. There is no death. It is just a transition from the physical to the non-physical. But you've been taught to believe it's bad. This isn't a true belief. This is the reason you feel negative emotion. When you feel negative emotion, it's your indication that your perception is off because your beliefs are telling you one thing and the truth is over here. When you believe that you've lost something that has not been lost, you are putting yourself in the position of a victim, believing something bad has happened to you beyond your control. It's not true. You know this person now has transitioned, had a perfect life, is returning to their home in the non-physical, and is with you in every moment. You've lost nothing. But your perception, your eyes, ears, your physical senses are telling you this person is no longer here. Therefore, I've lost something. When you return to the non-physical, you realize, oh, I was just misperceiving the reality. From my human perspective, I think I know how it works. Turns out I didn't know anything at all. The only way I could know if I was perceiving reality accurately or inaccurately was through my emotions. Therefore, if I'm feeling negative emotion, I'm perceiving reality inaccurately. Something's happening that my beliefs are in conflict with. Well, we want to assure you that those beliefs are incorrect, that there is more going on here than you can possibly imagine that there is nothing you need to worry about. And that if you are feeling joy, you are seeing your reality more accurately. And at times when you feel negative emotion of any kind, you're simply perceiving imperfection in that moment or in that circumstance or in those conditions or in that person. 
All you have to do is look again. If you say, I realize that there is perfection in everything, and I'm perceiving it inaccurately based in a belief system that is not true, is not accurate, then I can take another look. And maybe, just maybe, I can see some good, something right, something flowing to give everyone everything they need. If I can just see a silver lining in this without being Pollyanna, but realizing if I'm witnessing it, it's my creation. My creation must be perfect. I must be perfect for this creation. And everyone's playing their part perfectly. You set it all up. The time and the place of your birth, the people, the parents, the friends, the siblings, the relations, perfectly. The place, your body, everything designed perfectly by you to have this experience. As you are now, with every condition in your life, every area of your life, your health, your finances, your relationships, your romantic relationships, all of this, you are perfect for where those are now. As you open up your beliefs, as you expand that identity, and as you move towards higher and higher and higher densities, you will see more of the truth of this reality and who you are. Because you've done one thing, you've allowed yourself to let those beliefs expand, let that identity expand and accept more of what's true, accepting yourself and the conditions and everyone involved as perfect. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? No such thing as perfect. Tessa, did you say there's no such thing as perfect? No, imperfect is beautiful. Well, if you believe that imperfect was beautiful, aren't you really saying that's perfect? If you wouldn't change it, aren't you really saying that's perfect? If we gave you the Mona Lisa, if we gave you something that you cherished, and we gave you a pack of crayons or some tools and said, fix it, you would say, to me, this is perfect. Mm. Find a solution. There's never a problem. Yeah. Excellent. Emma. This is such an interesting topic, Joshua. If we're saying it's perfect if it cannot be changed, so it's perfect because it can't be changed, where does that take us with something like learning? There's a few different kind of questions or aspects within this. One of it is the whole thing of we're here to get to know ourselves, we're here to grow. And if growing is getting to know ourselves and understanding who we are as expanded beings, we can we enjoy notice things that we would like to be different and kind of go through that enjoy and therefore go, okay, that's growth. So it's still perfect as it is, but I choose to change because... I'm getting to know myself better and decide that as a preference. So it's this whole idea of a lot of the time people are growing or changing because they don't like where things are. So is it still okay to kind of grow and change if we can go, actually, it's okay where I am, but I still want to grow and change. And the second part of it is you often say that um, when we're having conversations here, it's um, a small percentage of the population or the planet. And so if we really wanted to kind of make an impact and have more people along on the journey, is it easier or better to actually go to where most people's head is at in terms of, well, actually things maybe aren't perfect where they are to then actually bring people on the journey to get them to see that it's perfect. But if we don't meet them where they are with their current belief set, they're not even going to talk to us. We will say this, that... Every one of you, Gary included, found this information, found this idea of law of attraction, found whatever teachers were teaching something, because Gary, like all of you, wanted to improve himself. 
He wanted to get his money back. He wanted to use this stuff to create better conditions. He wanted all these things he thought he wanted from a more limited perspective than where he is now. After doing this for many years, he has expanded his identity, expanded his belief system, has had many, many, many experiences, has shifted through many densities to understand himself more fully. As he exists now at the state he's at now, with the clarity that he has now and the power that he has now and the feeling he has now and the life that has been created now, from his previous perspective, 15 years ago, when he first was introduced to the law of attraction, he would not have been able to imagine this life. He wouldn't be able to possibly know where this was going to go. None of it would have looked like anything he was used to. But he got here because he had a desire. He had a desire to improve finances, to improve everything in his life. That desire opened up the possibility or a belief system that he could accept a channel, another channel, Esther. And listen to Esther talk about the law of attraction, talk about positive aspects, talk about all these wonderful things. And he started living these positive aspects. But he still had manifestation events. And he still had a lot of struggle compared to now. He had a lot of joy as well. But he was always looking over to the positive aspects and not looking at what he thought was wrong or bad. And so he was in conflict in many areas of his life. And his areas were unbalanced. And so he was taken on a road, on a journey. We started, the first words ever was, everything is right. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe 10 years ago. We didn't say perfect back then. We said everything was right. We meant everything's perfect, but we didn't say it because Gary wouldn't have bought it. He wouldn't have been on board with that. Now, we are saying the words perfect because you are all ready for this next level in perspective. You have asked to feel better. Well, believing everything is right is great, but you're not really understanding the truth behind that message. That's a little soft. When we come along and say everything's perfect, we're asking you to raise your perspective high enough where you can understand this concept as it truly is. If you did not have the illusion of separation in this reality, if you knew that you were all connected and you were connected to everything and everyone, you'd have almost no fear whatsoever. You'd have access to all the information in the universe. These words wouldn't even matter to you. You would know them already, but you wouldn't have much of a chance to shift your perspective in one lifetime because you all be connected together. You all have the same perspective. You may be operating at a much higher perspective as a collective consciousness that agrees on everything, but you wouldn't have much of a leap in perspective in one lifetime. It would sort of be a little boring compared to the life that you're living now. Now imagine having this illusion of separation, forgetting who you are, perceiving yourself as an individual, perceiving that you have flaws, that you need to correct things, that you need to be better than you are. And you start out as this pure, innocent little baby with absolutely no misperceptions of anything, but no perception either. So you learn things as you go. That's a crib, that's a wall, that's a light, that's mommy, that's daddy. And you endeavor to learn more and more and more. And as you learn, you grow, you start walking and talking, and then you're told, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Play it safe. Color between the lines. Don't make mistakes. Don't fail. Always make the right decision. If you don't, there will be consequences. Those consequences will lead to what you do not want. And so you're not living the way you're meant to live. You are living a fraction of what you intended. 
But something in you is guiding you to information like this. Information to see who you truly are, not the limited person you think you are, but the perfection that's inherent in the system, in you as you are now. Now, think about this. Imagine understanding the simple fact that, okay, I'm perfect now for what I'm doing now. As I evolve to higher densities, to remember more, which is what learning is, learning is remembering. As I start to remember more, it's a sign that I've moved to higher densities. I can't imagine what life would be like then. But from my limited perspective, where I am now, believing I'm inadequate in some way, all I'm going to do is exist in the problem. The problem is I need to improve. The problem is I don't have this, that, or the other thing. The problem is I'm not doing as well as I thought I would do, or I'm not making my way to this ideal as quickly as possible. But the ideal is just a box that you've constructed that you've seen someone else do before. What's waiting for all of you is the unimaginable. The unimaginable exists when you realize that all of your beliefs about yourself are untrue. And that to get to where you truly want to go, you have to be in the vibration of that. Well, if you believe that something needs fixing, you're in the vibration of the solution, of the illusion, of the problem. You're not going to receive the inspiration. And even if you do, you're not going to act on it. You are disconnecting that guidance in inspiration, intuition, and your psychic abilities, all these things. You're disconnecting it when you believe there's a problem. If you believe you're imperfect, what vibration are you in? The truth or the illusion? If you're in the vibration of the problem, you can't be in the vibration of the solution at the same time. If you're holding on to an ideal that's created by the human version of you, rather than what's waiting for you when you see your own perfection or you see your, yourself more clearly as who you are. So we say, here's your choice. This is an A and B choice. Choice A, you see perfection and you remain in the vibration of who you truly are. You remain in straight connection to your inner self and your guidance and supporters. Your ears are open. You're receiving lots of creative ideas all the time. You're having a lot of fun all the time. And when something triggers you, you realize, oh, it's just a limiting belief based in something I was taught that is not true because my emotional guidance system is showing me whether I'm believing or whether I'm perceiving reality accurately or inaccurately. That's choice A. Choice B is the choice that everyone else you know is making. Imperfection. I'm imperfect. Everyone else is imperfect. Everything needs fixing. In that option, you remain in the vibration of the human Emma, of the problem, of worry and doubt and fear, of separation. In that vibration, what's going to happen? You're going to receive urges to change conditions. Those urges are never going to manifest the way you think they will. You can make stuff happen, but if it's based in an illusion, it can't make you feel like a creator. The only way you can feel like a creator is be a creator. Create your reality by endeavoring to see as much perfection as you can. Now, we aren't for a moment saying that you're going to be able to see it all the time. Not at all. This is a higher, higher, higher thought. This is a practice. What if you could see the positive side or the potential of something that you personally think is wrong? What if you could react with love rather than fear? What if you could listen to the other side? What if you could believe that there is a solution out there and that it will come to that person who is the path of least resistance, i.e. the one who's in the vibration of the solution? If you want to put yourself 
as the path of least resistance more often, you will put yourself in the vibration of the truth of you as the creator. This vibration is perfection, or at least right, or at least good, or at least possibly it's working out for me. The higher up in that perspective you get, the more you will actually see. If you keep saying to yourself, I've got to be different than I am, you're fighting against your own self because your own self, Emma, from the non-physical, created the perfect version of you in every detail. None of it's imperfect. It's all perfect. Every single detail of your life, of your body, of your relationships, of your health, of where you live, of when you were born, of the education, of your path, everything was created to bring you here right now, asking this question that will go on to solve everyone. If you want to invite a friend in, you stay in the vibration of perfection. You don't make the message conform to the person in front of you. You allow yourself to be in the vibration of perfection and you will be given a thought, words to say, and you will say those words and they may not come out the way that you thought they would come out, but they will be heard by that person in the way that person needs to hear them. Because if you are with somebody or an audience, unknown millions of people, you will get into the vibration collectively, their inner selves will communicate with your inner self and you will be downloaded with the perfect thing to say. Gary is in the vibration of the solution. Gary is in the vibration of perfection. He is allowing the message to come. The message is for all of you who are on this call now and every single one who will ever listen to this message anytime. If they are not a match to it, they can't hear it. They won't hear exactly what you're hearing anyway. They will hear some form of it. But simply stated, if you want to be in a vibration, which would you rather be in? Perfection or imperfection? If you're in the vibration of perfection, you're going to receive communication, intuition, inspiration from your guide supporters, your inner self, source of self. If you're in the vibration of imperfection like the rest of the world, you're going to receive urges to change the conditions. Your choice. Excellent question. Mike. Thank you, Joshua. I had a question around reacting in the middle of a manifestation event. So if you are able to have the awareness when it happens that, uh, let's say you're at a family gathering and one person is acting in a way that's lower vibration. So you, you recognize in that moment, like, okay, this is, I see the perfection of it. I'm trying to look at it um, with no judgment and neutrality. And so I'm trying to understand uh, my choice to react in that moment. Is it more to, I guess I, I struggle with not reacting to it and just in that situation, like again, back at the gathering, you choose not to react to it or you choose to react in, in light and love but how do you do that without feeling like you're trying to control the situation? Um, the other question is is around negative belief always a self-limiting belief, or is a negative emotion always a self-limiting belief? Because could it be that something happened to you and your soul just wanted to experience forgiveness? So you had to have an, a, a, a contrast moment, and it wasn't so much a self-limiting belief, but you you just wanted to have that so that you can learn and exercise forgiveness. And maybe there is a limiting belief that I'm not aware of. But Excellent. We'll start with your first part of your question. Inside a manifestation event, if you are feeling negative emotion, there's three possible responses. React in love, don't react, or react in fear. If you react in fear, you're going to act on the urge you can receive some urge, and you're going to take some action based in fear. This will cause separation. So if you say, shut up, for instance, this is causing a separation between the person who you believe is doing something wrong and you. Now, you are one, so you're separating from yourself. You're separating from someone you love. You're separating from someone 
It could be an acquaintance. It could be a stranger. It could be an enemy. What you're doing is you're doing an act of separation. That is a reaction in fear. You are in an illusion of separation. That illusion causes all fear. So any act of disconnection or moving away is a act within that illusion based in fear. You could not react. You could hold it inside. And that is many times more powerful than taking action to separate yourself from someone. So many people who come into these teachings, they stop reacting in fear. And they just either walk out or don't say anything or let it go. There will come to a time when you are getting really good at this and understanding what's going on here. And you realize this person who is triggering you is doing it for you. They are supporting you in this by helping you find a tiny little limiting belief. And then you will see it as perfect. You'll stop and say, oh, my gosh, I see what's going on here. I see that they're triggering me. They have to be acting like the fool just to show me a limiting belief. And then you maybe not get all the way to appreciation and gratitude, but you say, all right, I'm going to act a little bit differently here. I'm going to see it as perfect and let's see what comes to me. And then some thought comes to you and you say some words and you actually connect with that person. And what you do is you dissolve the conflict. It is gone. Poof. You've created a new reality. You've gone to a new timeline. The whole universe is cheering for you. You've made a leap in perspective by being triggered from some belief that you've held with you that is not true. You believe now something different. You've opened up that belief and you've ascended. You have cleared your need to have that experience ever again. Excellent. Those are the three possibilities. If you dip into victimhood and have an urge and act on that urge, no big deal. You'll get another experience so you can try it again and try it again. If you don't act and let it go, fine. That's great. You're practicing acceptance. And then if you say, oops, this has got to be right. This is happening for me. Let's see if I take a few moments here and feel some new information come in, a new idea, and then act in love. You've just graduated that limiting belief. A limiting belief is only limiting you if you receive inspiration and the fear is too great. You may have a limiting belief that you're never going to travel to Mars, but that's never going to come up in your life. So that belief that you know, is limiting, you're not going to travel to Mars, it doesn't affect this life. You can have millions of those things. Doesn't matter. The one that gets in your way is the one where you feel negative emotion. So if you feel negative emotion clearly means that your belief system about yourself, about your identity is not true in this one instance. The more intense that negative emotion, the more rigid that limiting belief is, the more you really believe it. So you do the work to process it. Sure. Maybe you do come to a place where you can give forgiveness, but true forgiveness ends at gratitude. You're not letting people off the hook. You are grateful they lived their entire life so they could show you this one limiting belief. That's where it ends up. Until then, you can just practice. Anytime you have negative emotion, it's based in a part of your identity that is not true. You believe that there is limits to your identity. And so you keep the identity small. Now, not comparatively small, not small compared to many, 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 many other people. It's quite expanded, but small compared to who you truly are. As you open up that identity and expand that identity, you exist in more love, more acceptance, and then you come across new limiting beliefs you didn't even know about, core limiting beliefs. The core limiting belief that you and all humans share is this. I am a victim. I am not the creator of my reality. That is built into the system and will always be there in some form. 
So you're always expanding this and proving this. I am a victim. You're proving that not to be true. So don't sweat it. Act however you act. But just think, if this is perfect, why am I upset? Oh, because there's something I believe about me that's not true. And this person is showing that to me. So thank you for showing that to me. And now I will process my limiting beliefs. I will find evidence to prove that that belief is not true. And I will move on. No big deal. Excellent question. Christina. Kind of share an experience I'm having uh, with my car. So recently I had an experience where the car blew a head gasket. The repairs are going to cost essentially what the car is worth that they replace like half the engine. And I have a decision to make on whether to invest the money back into the car or sell the car. At first, this was hard for me to kind of figure out, like get some clarity on. But as I've been sitting with it, I've been noticing like the perfection of the events and seeing how I actually have a friend who has an extra car that I can borrow. And the mechanic is actually willing to take the car and, you know, give me like a few hundred for it. It's actually this event is happening seven years after I received this car as a gift, almost to the day. So I have this decision to make today to whether or not to sell the car to the mechanic or fix it. And as I was sitting with my decision, I was having fear thinking that I could make the wrong decision here. But as I was journaling around it, I realized that it actually doesn't matter what decision I make because the universe is always conspiring to support me in everything I do. And so I guess I just wanted to maybe hear you elaborate on that. We will tell it to you this way. Your decision will be based in your perspective of yourself in every area of your life, in specific to the car, in perspective to how you see yourself with that specific car, your future. All of this is wrapped up in your perspective. If you shift your perspective upward, if you do the work right now, before you make a decision to say, I trust that I'm being guided perfectly to the next thing. I trust that I no longer need this car. I trust that any need I have for transportation will be put in front of me. I realize that I don't have to know how things turn out, that I'm being guided in every step. I am being guided to higher perspectives of myself. I'm being guided to have a little faith in my non-physical friends, my guides, my supporters, all cheering me on, my inner self who's designed this life perfectly and source itself. I have a little bit of faith. Now, from that perspective, you will make one choice or try this. I'm a victim. Everything bad is happening to me. How come I can't have a good car? Why is it breaking now at the worst possible time? I'm never going to be able to get anywhere. Blah, 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 blah. When you make a choice from that perspective, it's going to be a different choice. You can't make one of those choices until you change your perspective. The choice that you make will be entirely based in whichever perspective you choose. Are you going to choose as high the perspective as you can believe that you're the creator of your reality and everything's working out for you? Or are you going to dip down into victimhood and choose to believe that bad things always happen to you and you never get your way? Well, it's going to be what's going to be. Once you've made that choice, it's perfect. Every choice you've ever made in the past has been perfect because it's based in the perspective that you had at the time. Now, going forward, whatever choice you make, keep going. Keep going with your perspective. Keep elevating to the limits of your belief system. Keep moving forward, knowing that when you have a choice to make, whether it's where to eat dinner or where to travel or who to call and talk to, it's always based in your perspective. Now, it's hard to raise that perspective because to do so, you'll have to push past all of these fears. You'll have to suspend all of these beliefs about yourself. You'll have to compare yourself to others who you think are doing better, but you have no idea how they feel. You have to really go out on a leap of faith. You have to jump without a net. And you have to do this every single day of your life, many times over. You're in a constant battle between 
I am not special to I am everything or I am nothing. I am everything. And that's the truth of you and everyone else. You are nothing and you are everything and everything in between. You get to choose who you are in every moment. That's your free will. Not the free will to make a decision that's going to be better for you or not. This moment exists. That's all that exists right now. The moment of choice. Which decision you make will be solely based in your perspective. Now, let's say, let's imagine. We put a million dollars in your bank account. Now what decision are you going to make? Pretty easy. Because you have a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine there's a million dollars in bank account. You just can't see it yet because you haven't traveled the road of perspective to get there yet. But you will, or you have a chance to, up to you. That's a difficult road because you have to suspend beliefs. Everything that everyone ever told you your entire life that causes you to perceive yourself as not perfect was a lie. Only you can choose to believe that or not. If you do, you'll be led into experiences that will cause you great fear because you'll be doing something that you don't believe. Everyone who's doing everything that is standing up for themselves, doing something unique, is pushing past the same fear. Am I going to sound like a fool? Am I going to fail? What will people think? Is this even real? Always, always, always. You can't go into the minds of other people that you think are doing better than you to see if they're confident or if they have a different belief system or how they feel. You are believing it's no problem for them. But what they're doing is the same thing you'll have to do, push past fear. You're inspired to do something, push past fear. Know that you cannot make a mistake, you cannot fail, you cannot get it wrong, you can't even get it right. There is no right, there is no wrong, there's only perfection. There is no good, there is no bad, there is no better, there is no worse. It's only perfection. That's it. It's never going to matter. This is a blink of an eye experience. You are expanding whether you make decision A or B. But if you want to enjoy your life and have more fun, you want to live on the edge because that's who you truly are. You're designed for this life. You are designed for handling fear that most people can't handle. Everything that you created, even your levels of self-doubt and the myriad of beliefs that have been laid in upon you that cause you to feel whatever you feel, that's all been by design. That's how powerful you are. So go forward, raise your perspective, think about who you truly are, imagine who you truly are, meditate, talk to your inner self, free write. Let the inspiration flow. And if you're worried about the decision, try it again. Try it again until you get a little more confident and then just make the decision and then let it go. Because once it's made, it's done. If it can't be changed, it's perfect. And you can learn from this and see the perfection in it and go forward bravely into the next decision. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, and I'm noticing that like, I still have some fear with making the decision. And so I've been doubting make, like if it's the right time to make the decision, because if I decide it's final and then if I still have fear in my vibration, did I do that too soon? Do I need to wait and give this more time till I'm in much my vibrations in a more clear state? Excellent. You will always have fear. Always, 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 because you will always feel separate. Live with the fear. Don't get rid of the fear. The fear's never going anywhere. Learn to overcome the fear. Learn to live with the fear. Learn to realize the fear is all an illusion. That illusion is strong, sure. But it's always going to be there. No matter where you go, where you get in physical reality, there's always going to be some fear. In a physical reality where there's illusion of separation, you can't remember who you are, there's going to be more fear, much more fear. It's always going to be here. There is so much fear here that 
You do not spend one moment without it. Maybe you do when you're sleeping, but otherwise when you're conscious, you're living in fear. So get comfortable with the fear and then move forward. Thank you. Excellent. We have time for one silly question. Who wants to ask a silly question? I do, I do, please. Audrey. Yes, um, it's a question from one of my participants. Is love, well, love is neutral first, or, and do we choose love? And uh, is love an emotion? A short uh, answer maybe to expand on that, please, about uh, the emotion of love. I don't know. Excellent. There is two things going on here. There is love and fear and everything in between. And all of that is love. Love is knowing. How do you know? You go through experience. You might go through experience in fear. You'll still get information. You might go through experience in total bliss, exhilaration, ecstasy, and you get information. With each experience, you get more information. The more information you get, the more you know about the subject, about yourself, about others, about what's really going on here. The more you remember, this is where you want to go. This is all love. If you could remember who you are, you would exist in this reality free from what you call fear. So you don't know who you are. That's the fun thing about this reality. So you have this thing called fear that holds you back. All fear is is limiting. It's not bad. It's not wrong. It gives context. Can you push past the fear? That's all you're doing here. If you can get above the fear or get into the vibration of love or any positive emotion, you will be more receptive to your inspiration coming from your guidance supporters and your inner self. You'll be more receptive to intuition. Your empathic abilities will come online. You'll have more knowing. When you perceive yourself as a victim, you exist in the lower densities of this 3D reality, feeling more separate. Fear is more intense, but nothing much happens down there. It's much slower. Things don't really manifest quickly. Bad things, good things, nothing really happens. People can live their whole life in great fear when nothing really happens. As you move up in densities, things happen quicker. You manifest things quicker. You get manifestation events quicker, but you know more, you learn more, you remember more, you are guided clearly in those times, and you were shown everything that is a part of resistance to you. Someone living in great fear would hate to be in higher densities because they would be shown all the resistance. They'd be shown all their limiting beliefs. They wouldn't know how to navigate manifestation events. They wouldn't be able to see perfection or even to believe it's perfection because they're in great fear. So where they are is perfect for where they are because nothing much is happening down there. They aren't emotionally sensitive yet. As you shift up in densities, you become more emotionally sensitive and you feel more. It doesn't behoove you to feel a lot when you're in great fear at the lower densities. Those of you who come in with higher emotional sensitivity New feeling was all that was going on in this reality. It's just a feeling reality. No one feels this way, not in the non-physical, not in any other reality. This earth reality is really a feeling reality. If you were going to go from lots of fear to higher densities, you'd be in more fear because you wouldn't know how to process this. You'd be feeling really strongly. And if you held judgments up in these higher densities, they would just be hitting you in the face and you'd feel negative emotion all the time. So as you know more about who you truly are, about how the system works, about how wonderful this earth reality is and that you came here for this, as you connect more to guidance, as you act on more inspiration, as you look for perfection more and more and more and more, as you do this, you raise up in densities and you remember. Now, remembering equals knowing. Love is knowing. So the more you know of yourself, the more you love yourself, 
the more you accept yourself, the more you think of yourself as perfect, that's the emotion of love. Now we will say, love is a scale from fear, from misery to joy and ecstasy, but the whole scale is love because all of it is a way of learning about yourself, of having context, of having experiences. But the emotion that you feel in love is simply acceptance. When you see perfection, when you look at your child's eyes and you just see perfection in that innocent, sweet little soul, that's the feeling of love because you're just seeing perfection in that moment. Well, you can see that at a red light and feel the same way or at your best friends when they're being mean and nasty and having a bad time. You can feel it at any time. It's up to you to choose to feel it. You don't have to. But if you want to feel good in this reality, and we know you do because that's why you're here, then look for the perfection. That's it. If you see the perfection, you're going to feel better. You have to because you're seeing reality as it truly is. Your perception of reality is more accurate. Therefore, you'll feel more positive emotion. If you want to feel negative emotion all the time, then just look and everything that's imperfect, especially yourself. Now, this will give you urges. Those urges will get you off the couch to do things to try and improve. Great. You're having more experiences. But if you don't see them as perfect as well, what's the point? The point is always to understand that love is knowing. When you move through these higher densities, you will remember who you are. You will have an easier time loving yourself, loving your neighbors, loving your friends, and loving the conditions. But you can't keep aspects of yourself that aren't true, like judgment or resentment or any of this victimhood stuff. Because at these higher levels, they will be shown to you very, very, very quickly. And it'll not be a lot of fun. So let yourself rise easily by expanding your identity to encompass what's possible for you. The truth of who you are, as we discussed in the beginning of this conversation, this magnificent, limitless, eternal being that knows who it is and how the system works. Coming down into this life perfectly created to have experiences that will expand that being even more. And you guys are doing it. This is your time. You very much wanted to be here because you wanted to learn, remember, know even more because that's love. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Thank you so much, Joshua. Thanks, everyone. Have a weekend. Thank you. Well, perfection is a pretty high perspective. It's the highest perspective we can get. But what if perfection was true? What if the myth of imperfection is what keeps us in victimhood? And if we could somehow at least intellectually rise above that, myth and see the truth of perfection in every moment. And as we exist in our own perfection, we choose higher perspectives and actually have more high level experiences, more unimaginable experiences. We get out of the boxes. We give up what we think we want from our human perspective and we just feel better. This is why we've all come to this information as we want to find a way to feel better. Josh was saying, yeah, the way you feel better is to see the perfection. When you can start to see the perfection, you bring that into the collective consciousness and more and more and more people will be able to see the perfection or sometimes see the perfection as well. This is how we're really leading everyone forward. And it's amazing. I've uh, you know been guided this last year with the help of the white light to seeing perfection in every aspect of my life. It makes a big difference. It's not easy, it's a practice. And as you go through it, seeing the manifestation events is perfect and seeing the people who bring them to you is perfect and seeing that everything is lined up for you. Well, it takes a leap of faith, but as you practice it, you will get to see it more and more and more. I'd suggest that there's a couple things you could do. The first thing is we'll have a new activations program starting January 6th. 
This thing is really powerful. Christy, Crystal, and Chris work together to do these activations for the group of people who are in. The first group of 100 people are going through it right now. And we're signing up the second group, which will start January 6th. That uh, I suggest you check out. It's really powerful. You'll get a recording once a week. And all you do is listen to it with blindfolds on. It's very powerful. It will really change some things. It's a DNA activation. And I wouldn't have believed it a year ago, but now I've seen what's happening to so many people. It's just really amazing. The second thing you do is take the uh, foundations course. This is a 28-day course. We'll start that January 6th. It's inexpensive, and it will really shift the way you see things in your life. Okay, well, thanks so much for being here. Remember to like and subscribe and leave a review. All that stuff you do, we really appreciate you, and we'll see you next time. Have a wonderful week. Bye.